You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. This is a very special episode because this week we are recording live from the Veterinary Innovation Summit in Kansas City in the inaugural podcast zone. We're going to be joined this week by quite a few amazing podcasters, Matt Asciutto of The Greatest Profession Podcast, Megan Sprinkle with Vet Life Reimagined, and Stacy Purcell with The People of Animal Health. We're going to have lots of guests popping in and out of the podcast zone this week, so if you are live here at the conference, make sure to stop by and see who's recording and get some behind-the-scenes action. Our whole episode this week is going to be tech-focused in honor of the Innovation Summit, and pet tech is on the rise. The Institute of Engineering and Technology wrote a great article this week highlighting some veterinary technology players from around the world. We know that VetMed is growing across the world, but vet tech is expected to grow to $22 billion by 2028. One company that was highlighted was Soul-Based Pets Now with their dog biometric ID app. The app uses an AI software that automatically scans the unique canine identifier, usually known as nose prints, the little wrinkly pattern around the, the outer skin of the nostrils, aka a nose. PetNow uses automatic extraction and recognition technology and promises real-time object detection and classification of dogs following a photographic scan. The goal here is that even if a pet is not microchipped, if they've been scanned by their nose print, they could be picked up and checked by any person that has the app or any clinic that brings them in. This unique identifier is a cool way to be able to utilize technology without a physical implantation. The next company they highlighted was Joy Pet Care. It's an app from the UK-based veterinary technology company VetAI. Launched in 2019, they offer pet owners remote consultations with vets and veterinary technicians in real time via smartphone. More than 330,000 pets have registered on the app, according to VetAI. And according to their director of clinical operations, Dr. Samantha Webster, Joy Pet Care has analyzed that some 70% of pet healthcare issues are resolved without the need to go into a veterinary practice. The app's system checker tool can identify more than 160 common conditions quickly, informing and supporting the pet owners on the next step. That's going to be very interesting as a piece of technology as we go into another story later. The final company that was highlighted by the Institute of Engineering and Technology was Renaltech. It's a veterinary diagnostic tool that uses AI and machine learning to predict chronic kidney disease, or CKD, in felines with greater than 95% accuracy. They can predict whether a cat will develop CKD up to two years faster than traditional clinical diagnoses. Renal Tech relies on six common feline health parameters, blood urea nitrogen, creatine, urine-specific gravity, urine proteins, urine pH, and white blood cell counts, and approximate age of the cat. This is all taken from a database during weekly wellness visits and delivered to renal tech status. So it's pretty neat here. You're not doing an additional test, but you're really just taking some 
additional measurements to be able to predict CKD up to two years faster at a 95% accuracy. Um, cool to hear some of these other countries with really neat technology that hopefully we'll be able to see in the US. Now back to what Joy Pet Care would be overjoyed about, Governor Gavin Newsom of California signed Assembly Bill 1399. After passing through the state Senate, the California governor signed the bill that eliminates a requirement that veterinarians examine the patient in person to establish a veterinary client-patient relationship. We've talked about this bill multiple times, and this was that final huge victory for supporters of decreased regulation around telemedicine and a tough final blow in California for the varied opponents across the country. Only time will tell if we see more legislation across the country follow suit. For companies looking to get a slice of that growing $22 billion of the 2028 projections, they should check out Mars and Digitalis Ventures' new launch of Companion Fund 2. The announcement of this Companion Fund 2, a $300 million venture capital fund, will back founders whose companies are leveraging breakthrough science, technology, and design to improve the lives of pet and pet owners and veterinarians. The fund follows a previous $100 million companion fund that was launched in 2018. The first companion fund was very helpful for helping companies such as Smalls, My Simple Pet Labs, and Scratch launch and take on major significant market share in the space. The founder and managing partner of Digitalist Ventures, Jeffrey W. Smith, said, With our second companion fund, we are eager to support the next wave of great ideas for advancing animal health at scale. Our partnership with Mars makes these advances possible. So if you're a new company and growing and looking for some venture capital in the veterinary space, make sure to check out what Mars has going on with Companion Fund 2. More lab-grown food could be hitting your tables. Lab-grown seafood innovator Blue Nalu has raised $33.5 million in their Series B funding round to continue progress towards launching its sustainable, high-end bluefin tuna across the world. We've talked about lab-grown meats before on the podcast and the environmental impact of some of these, but the idea of bluefin tuna hasn't come across the plate before. What we're finding is, you know, in looking at the hurdles that lab-grown meat has had previously, a lot of them come down to a consistency. So the idea of tuna, which is a heavy consistency-based food, is a unique one for Blue and Alu to tackle. The London-listed cultivated meat investor, Agronomics, announced this morning on the stock exchange that it has a 5.1% stake in the U.S. firm after investing $8 million across the Series A and Series B round. The latest financing, which takes this total raise to over $100 million, will help the business scale and commercialize its cell-cultured seafood as it plans to launch its first product following regulatory approval. The company Agronomics, which is invested in there, has 20 different cultivated meat businesses in its portfolio. And this type of investment isn't unusual for such an emerging sector. A lot of times you'll find a large-scale investor that puts its money in a lot of different players, knowing that there's going to be a winner, but not knowing which one it will be. I personally would be more than happy to try this, and if they're looking for taste testers, go ahead and give me a call. To round out here, one final scary note, robots still might be coming for all of our jobs, or at least our jobs on the cleaning department. Roomba has been popular across homes for a long time, but Trudy 
is no ordinary robot, and she does a whole lot more than vacuum your home. The robot Trudy has a more critical mission at the Texas A&M Veterinary Medical Teaching Hospital. What this robot does is it employs an arsenal of 28 bulbs and eight ultraviolet C lights to tackle even the most stubborn, infectious, causing bacterias across walls, floors, tables. Certain of these bacterias that can be responsible for things like staph persist even after extensive periods of time and traditional cleaning methods. What Trudy does is go into the room with 360 degree sensors, determines the room size, and prescribes the optimal disinfection cycle. Smaller rooms typically require 15 to 20 minutes, while larger areas take 30 to 40 minutes. From the reporting by Vet Candy, they found that three people can do this in about 30 minutes. So you have one machine operated by an iPad that can knock this out in the same amount of time while not taking humans' time. The UVC disinfection robots are common in human hospitals, but the deployment is pretty unusual and unique in the veterinary space. They've used it over 800 times at Texas A&M Veterinary Medical Teaching Hospital. And Pam Douglas, who handles infection control at the, at the hospital, says, even though we clean, Trudy is an enhancement in our patients, staff, faculty, and even our community. It ensures that we protect everyone as much as possible from the environmental spread of germs. So maybe Trudy won't be taking your job, but you might see her rolling down the hallway at your nearest hospital soon. Now, finally, if you're looking to hear more about what's happening at the Veterinary Innovation Summit, join us later this week for a very special Live from VIS special. Or if you're attending the summit, stop by the podcast zone to say hi. For more on these stories and more, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's a link in the bio. And don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week. 